Hello and welcome to The Loudspeaker, your definitive guide on how to scale your startup. This first tip for every fintech startup is what are the media and press saying about us, how are we being perceived by these people? PR stunts are any activities that allow you to engage with the audience. I don't agree with the fact that our publicity is good publicity. Here is where we talk to communications professionals from all around the world to let you know what are the best practices and cool ideas that you can implement for your startups. Sabina, do you want to start off by telling our listeners who you are and a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, so I am a New Yorker and was working in advertising, marketing, gosh, for the last almost 15 years mostly at agencies working with big brands, but also with small startups. Um, in my last advertising role, I was the head of strategy at WP Narrative, a small, um, a small agency um, and content creator, but now have recently founded my own startup um, in 2019. So still in the world of marketing and very focused on kind of how do we use testing and data to learn constantly and perpetually. Um, but I'm really interested also in kind of like, how do you tell stories using technology and how do you kind of create content at the intersection of that? Yeah, I'm also very passionate about that, obviously being a podcasting host. So I'm going to be interested to see how A-B testing fits into that because I don't have any experience in A-B testing. So even though this is uh, a beginner's guide, it's I'm very much in with that like group of people. <laughs> So I'm super keen to get started. And today, yeah, we're going to be discussing five steps to successfully A-B test written content. And uh, would you be able to kick us off with your first step, please? Yeah, and I think that A-B testing is a great way to kind of dip your toe into like leveraging data to um, test various ways to communicate with people. So I think a step, the first step is really knowing your use cases. How are people using your product? Um, and what is the value that you're bringing to their lives? And then based on that, you should be able to write one to two sentences based on several use cases. So, I mean, I think that's just an exercise of sitting down, putting yourself in, you know, your end users um, shoes and really trying to figure out kind of like, how can you provide value to them? Um, once you, and it's actually a harder exercise than it seems, right? Um, I think everybody should kind of know that about their product, but really writing it down in a succinct way that's one to two sentences is important. But I think that brings me to the next step, which is really like putting a framework around it to make sure that it's feasible for you to actually execute a test where you have real results. So what is your timing? What is your budget? Um, and kind of ironing out some of those details next as well. That's the stuff you just have to get out of the way. And then, then you can really kind of keep going, go to step three and assemble all the pieces. So um, I think there's lots of ways to, to A-B test, right? You could A-B test via email, you could A-B test via social media. Um, I don't know if you want me to kind of elaborate on any of those specific platforms, but- um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, maybe just, um, maybe just summarize real quick, like how you might go about doing that. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of part of the framework, right? Like, um, where are you actually going to test this thing? And maybe your users are really engaged with your email campaign. Maybe they're more active on social media. So you can kind of, I think you definitely just need 
need to choose one though. And this is really the most important thing about A-B testing is isolating one variable. And in this case, we're talking about written content. So you wanna isolate the written content as the only thing that changes. So it's really like, you know, A-B as in like the imagery is the same, the platform is the same, you know, when and how you're posting it is the same, but uh, the only thing that'll change is that message, that value proposition that we discussed in step one. Awesome. Uh, step two, if you could um, yeah, share with us like KPIs and uh, what would be your next step of advice? Yeah, so elaborating kind of on that step two framework. So KPIs, and this is kind of like, you know, based on what your timing and budget is, but like, what do you, what do you want to, what, what do you need to understand that this test worked or didn't work or which of the A or B is working harder for you? So that could be clicks. That could be your, you know, that could be a click through rate on your email. Um, that could be somebody on a social campaign clicking on it and engaging with your website for, cer for a certain period of time. But it's really important that you kind of take that KPI into consideration as you create the test. So just making sure that you're having conversations with um, whoever is looking at your website traffic, for example, so that they're clear that there's going to be maybe some data that they need to look out for, um, or even if it's activity, other kinds of activity, making sure that it's tagged and, and it's, you're able to kind of monitor it. So that's a really important step also. Um, and it can be really simple. I think especially as a beginner, you can, you can create a test. It can be one week long. Maybe you decide to put a hundred euros or dollars behind it. And um, at the end of the week, you're going to check to see, you know, did you have a lift? Did you have more website with visits? Did you have um, people putting things in their basket if it's an e-commerce campaign or, um, or, or do you have engagement on social media? There's a quote that I love, which is you can't manage what you don't measure. So definitely I think the KPIs in this sense are going to be your key indicators of like, yeah, how well you're doing. If you're interested in seeing how Publicize can grow your startup, sign up for a free PR assessment on our website. And for a limited time only, exclusively for the loudspeaker listeners, you can receive an SEO assessment as part of your package for any tier of service at no extra charge with this special promotion. To find out more, visit publicize.co slash lspromo. moving on to your next uh, step with imagery and graphics. Would you care to explain that? Yeah, so yeah, I think that, um, you know, trying to pick a couple of, trying to pick like one key image or one um, graphic that if you need a graphic, you may not need a graphic depending on how you're testing, um, but making sure that it makes sense with, you know, all the different texts that you've written um, and it stays the same. And this is just kind of like putting those together. And of course, like, I made it, I think it's an important step because if you're testing on, on social media, for example, you need to respect certain pixel sizes, certain um, dimensions, and just that can take a little bit of prep to do that. Um, so, yeah, so I think that you know, that's, I, like I said, we really need to kind of focus on the one, on one channel at a time. But that also leads me to the next step, which is, by the way, you can test on various channels. So don't just think of it as, you know, a one and done type of thing. So you may start with Facebook, but then you may go on to email and then you may go on to Google ads or you may 
do a test on YouTube. Um, so that's really important and, and kind of making sure that's part of your plan is really important too, is really ironing out like, okay, yes, we're, we're creating this test, but where are we going to go after this? What other platforms can we leverage to test? Yeah, I've definitely found as well that obviously whichever platform you choose is going to depend on your market. Like you have such a wide difference between like what's going to be on Instagram and LinkedIn and, and Facebook. Um, so I think that would be really interesting as well. Just to, can you like even test between the two? So like, are we getting more engagement on this and on YouTube versus Instagram or something like that? So I suppose there's tests and tests and tests. It's lots of layers there. Um, so that, go yeah, ahead. That's, no, that's a great point because actually you can create the same. And again, as long as it looks the same and it sounds the same, um, you can test the same piece of creative or written content on two different platforms and then just see which one performs better for you. And that happens a lot. There's things that perform, even though you're still profiling and creating a profile that kind of seemingly is the same. Yeah, they're, they're different animals and they, they will give you different results. Awesome. Like, like I said, I don't have really any experience in AB testing, so I'm a complete beginner. So this might sound like a, an obvious question, but what tools would you use for this? Like, are there specific tools that you might use across all platforms or is there like a specific tool that you might use for each of them a tool to test like a b test yeah are there is there any particular software or tools out there which the you beauty, would recommend yeah the beauty of this is you can directly test in facebook and you can set up facebook a b testing um and same thing with google so I think that um I think they've actually made it quite easy for us to a b test nowadays because um, directly within the platform, you can choose, you, you can do this all within the platform. Yeah. Awesome. Do you know if um, there's much A-B testing and podcasting? I know I'm putting you on the spot with all these questions and we still got another step to go, but I just have all these questions come to mind and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. I, I mean, podcasting is interesting because in terms of tracking, it can get a bit tricky. You almost have to, I mean, unless you set up like a specific code. So brands will set up a specific code um, or you are or like an, a specific URL, for example. And then the podcast host will read out the ad and usually they're not going to change. They could change the code and they could test it that way, but it's just really hard to, um, it's a little bit harder to kind of make sure that it's trackable and that you're getting a clear idea. But yeah, in theory, you could actually do it with different shows. And the way that I would do that is I would, I would actually use these other platforms like Facebook and YouTube, or sorry, Facebook and Google to test the written message. And then once you know that your message is working for you, that would be, you know, a good way to test different podcast genres. So you put the message, you know the message is strong, you put the message out there, and then you test the different types of shows to see you know, which audience it's resonating with. Awesome, yeah, I need to give that a try. I'm very interested because coming from like an audio and video background, I suppose video is easier to, to test, to A-B test, but from an audio background, it, it's kind of harder because especially mm -hmm. with podcasting, it's all, all the data is more anonymous. I mean, it's getting better now and there are services you can use. I know Chartable's the adoption for that. But yeah, generally it's, it's harder. It seems harder anyway to track and monitor and just, I suppose, get um, data around podcasting. But I'll give that a try. You'll probably see a movement more towards programmatic audio ads 
and that will be much easier to track as well. Um, but I think that's, yeah, we're starting to see that more, but it's still a little bit difficult to track. Yeah, I can imagine Spotify might be like at the forefront of that. I know that Spotify signed like a big deal, like I think it was like $20 million or something, or something larger maybe even, uh, where they, with an advertising agency, and essentially like if you're listening to a podcast, it will use your geographical location and uh, it will know where you are and try and advertise to you. So it'll be, for example, like if it's McDonald's in the podcast, they'll be like, oh, it's a hot day. Go take, go to your local McDonald's, which is like, take a right, take a left or whatever, tell you the, the closest one to you and suggest a drink for you to get, which like is very accurate considering like at that moment, it can tell the temperature, the weather, where you are and just like fine tune it perfectly for, for, for that situation, which is crazy specific. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. And then they can also track to see if you actually go physically to the McDonald's to buy yeah. to buy something. So that's really, you know, it's a different level than we're at now. But yeah. And uh, for your final point, what's step five that you would like to share with us? The final point for, for any beginners listening. I think it's the biggest, and this is probably one of the most important things, is just rinse and repeat. Do it again. And again, and every time be clear about what you're exactly testing. In this case, it might be written content. The next time it might be more focused on different audiences. It could be more on the different platforms like we discussed, but there needs to be a cycle and a feedback loop that just is continuous. And I mean, they say that if, you, if you're not testing two, twice a week and that could be you know, an A-B test or something else, then you know, you're not gonna be perpetually learning about your business. Yeah, I suppose it's the more opportunity you have to grow. It's almost like podcasting in this sense for me. It's, I didn't start off perfect, but I've been keeping it up and it gets better and better. And I hear that. It's like with anything, really. It's anything. Keep it up. Keep repeating it. It's a daily practice. Get into the habit and yeah, it'll get better. Exactly. Uh, Sabina, if anyone wants to keep up with you or follow you or even reach out to you, what's their best way for them to do that? Sure. You can email me at sabina at alicons.com. Alicons is um, our startup that is actually a, an audio app that turns all your content to audio. <laughs> um, or I'm on Instagram, sabinak617. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today, Sabina. Thanks, Samuel. Take care. <laughs>